bought it, flipped it in five days. My guys started Monday. They were done Friday and then we um, listed it and we had multiple offers. This is The Real Estate Pod. I'm Ed Barone, co-founder of Rent Ready, the platform that makes renting easy for landlords and tenants. With this podcast, we aim to help landlords learn, scale, and invest. We also want to help you tackle the business side of real estate investing because being an investor or getting your first investment requires you to be an entrepreneur. It's about mindset and strategy. Stacy Rossetti is hosting the show today as part of a series that focuses on conversations with the women who are crushing it in real estate. Stacy herself is a real estate investing expert and coach out in Peachtree, Georgia, who specializes in real estate investing, rehabbing, and storage units. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Thank you for hanging out. Again, this is Stacy Rossetti, and I'm back to introduce another totally awesome women real estate investor. Introduce yourself, Jen. Go ahead. Hi, everyone. My name is Jen Josie, and I am the owner of Jolific Homes, which is my last name plus the word prolific. So Jolific, we put that together. So, okay. And where are you at? We are in Raleigh, North Carolina. I run the business with my husband. Okay, awesome. Cool. I love that. Tell me about that. How's it working with your husband in this field? Uh, we balance each other so well because clearly I'm the looks of the business and um, he's the brains behind it. He's the money guy. He's an accountant by by birth. No, by um, that's his day job. And he does all the stuff that I hate doing. I had him get his real estate license because I hate taking tests. And um, but we work very, very well together. We balance each other quite well. So, so, what, so what do you do and what does he do in the business? Um, I do all the lead generation. I talk to all the clients. Um, I do all the visual stuff online, our web pages, um, all the graphics, anything like that. He does anything having to do with money or contracts, paperwork. He loves it. I hate it. So okay, it's good, good. Okay, good. So now, tell, so what? What do you do? All right. So we all know. What do you What do you invest in? Oh, um, so we have we do fix and flips. We have a couple um, long term rentals. We have one short term rental. I'd love to get ten more of those. It's a little cash cow. We have a tiny home up in Boone that um, it's it just makes tons of money per month. So we'd like to do a couple more of that. Um, we've done some wholesaling. We're private money lenders. Uh, my husband owns a an agency. We have a very investor friendly agency called the Ooh. Acorn Agency. Yes, I love that. So, yeah, it's just for investors to hang their license so they get access to the MLS. Um, and it's not for people to say, "Hey, I want to buy a house," and we go show you houses on a Saturday. It's, it's nothing like that. So it's very investor friendly and affordable for the investor. Did you guys start that just because y'all needed that, or what was the purpose of starting that? Um, one of our coaches was my husband's broker in charge, and he kind of just was getting out of it a little bit. So then Vance took over and um, just it, there was a need for it. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So tell me, okay, so what and then of all of the different things that you do, because you guys do obviously do a lot. What's the what's the one thing that you like to do the most? Uh, I really like the um, Airbnbs, the short term rentals. Um, and again, we'd love to get 10 more of those. It's just a seller's market right now. So we're gonna have to kind of put that on, on hold. Um, but as far as um, fix and flips, we do all varieties. We will take a property that's a thousand square foot cottage and turn it into, we'll pop the top and add some square footage out the back okay. um, because there's a need for it in that neighborhood. Um, 
But then I'm a former middle school teacher of 16 years, and I think it's important to have affordable housing for folks. Those are my people, that little pay grade right there. So we do a lot of condos and townhomes. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm an affordable housing person as well, too. So I totally get that. There's a huge affordable housing crisis in the United States. And absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I really focus on this as well, too. So tell me about like, how did you get into like popping tops? And this is a lot of work. So tell me about that. So it, you know, I'm flippers, we have a bad rep. And I don't want to be that person that goes in and gentrifies neighborhoods and does things like that. But um, properties that we have done that to where we've added square footage it's there it's near duke university so there's a need for it where there's families moving in and um so so that's where we do those type of things um we you know we got into it just because that's what the community was needing um and then with the condos and townhomes i like them in the you know 1980s to 1990 range so we can go in and add new countertops and update the you know cabinets maybe paint them white and do very minimal just to make it look fresh and safe and clean for the for the new folks what's the typical like purchase price of a house that you buy so i and by the way, another reason why I like the condos and townhomes is because of the price point, just what you're saying. Um, the ARV, the after repair value is typically under 200K. So that's just, they fly off the market. Yes. And and another thing is they, um, we go, we're, we can do them in five days. I have one project, you've asked me to pull up one project here. And um, it was a flip that we did in five days. And um, yeah, so our contractors know exactly what to do. We've been working with them. I like the smaller projects as well because it keeps our guys busy. Well, we have one gal, I should say that. We have Mary, who's one of our handy ladies. She's awesome. And um, we keep our contractors busy. They then are um, loyal to us when we need them in an emergency situation down the road because we give them you know, continuous business. So the one property I pulled up here is a property I found through a wholesaler. We bought it for 120 and the the folks that lived there, there were some issues. They were renters and there was a drug bust at some point. I don't know. And so, <laughs> Sounds like a typical day in the flipping world. And so they, um, you could see where the battering ram tried to go in through the front door. So we had to fix the front door frame and do all this. So we bought it for 120. They left a ton of stuff in there. We had to clean everything out. Um, so you wanted some specific numbers on that. Yeah, give us some numbers. Yeah, tell me what the purchase price was. Was it rehab? How long did it take? What did you sell it for? Okay, so we found it. It was a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath. It was 1,400 square feet. And like I said, I, I love condos and townhomes that are built like in the 80s or 90s. This one was built in 2004. I'm sorry, 2006. Okay. So there was not a ton of stuff that we really, truly had to do. It was just, um, you know, lipstick. And there was one um, uh, leak from the tub upstairs. So um, repairs, we did paint countertops and sinks, replaced the front door clearly because of the battering ram, um, faucet flooring. Um, there's a cabinet that needed to be repaired, um, electrical repair, plumbing repair, um, just et cetera, et cetera. So our final numbers for that repairs, again, we bought it for 120. Repairs were 13,308 interest. Um, so we, we only had this for five weeks. Um, we bought it, flipped it in five days. My guys started Monday, they were done Friday, and then we um, listed it and we had multiple offers and um, 
the holding costs were 492, you know, that's the HOA and um, those things, the closing costs, the commissions and everything were 6,622, I'm sorry, closing costs were 6,622, but the commission was 4,056 and our sales price was 169. Whoa. So total profit from five days of work was 22,864. That is amazing. I love that. Those are like the deals that, man, you just, it's like, where are those at? Yes, exactly. So, you know, the wholesaler was happy. She made money. Um, The people who, you know, we we gave them a little bit of cash to get them moved out. And then that was, um, and then the new folks got a brand new looking place. You know, we had brand new flooring, carpet, new um, countertops. We painted the cabinets to save a little bit of money there and new lighting fixtures. And it was just like a brand new place. How did you like, tell me, how do you normally find your properties? How did you find this one? So I do, I do snail mail, like people kind of roll their eyes at it, but um, it's super sexy still. I'm just saying, because um, a lot of times, well, I only market to condos and townhomes. Okay. Got it. I'll I'll send letters. Yeah, I send letters to the entire community and I pull it for free off the, um, uh, what's the map site? Anyway, the GIS or what? Yes, GIS systems for all the different counties. And I just go on there, pull the entire neighborhood. I take off people who've purchased in the last two years, you know, because condos and townhomes, um, people, the average length of stay there is about four years. So there's quicker turnover. That's and um, yes, so we do a lot of that. And then any of our um, properties where we, you know, add square footage, a lot of times we find them on the MLS because we know we're going into add square footage and, you know, then the numbers work. Um, I probably wouldn't buy a condo or a townhome from the MLS simply because the numbers won't work because we're not. You have to talk directly to the sellers, what you're saying. Right. With the best deal, yeah. Yeah. And then Honestly, a lot of times we just get referrals because we've been around long enough and I post everything on social media. And so people know if they come across a property that is, you know, um, distressed, they say, oh, you know, my friend Jen flips houses. So um, half of our properties we did last year were through referrals, which is great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're so basically you're doing like just direct mail to uh to just condos and townhomes, and then every once in a while you'll come across a house that you want to that you need to flip or something like this. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And we also have um a Facebook ad, and that's for um you know like it, starting to be a little further out than Raleigh and Durham where I am, um which is fine. And you know we'll go out there like we just did another we just did one property, um it was about 45 minutes north of us and again, talking about that affordable housing, there is none in the area. And the gentleman who lived there, he needed to get to Texas. This is right after the hurricanes hit and to be with his family. So we were able to close in two weeks. All he wanted was for us to pay off his mortgage, which we did. And so he was able to move and he left everything behind. We had to clear it out. We painted it. We just fixed it up a little bit. And then we just listed it so that we could keep it affordable because there's um, very few houses on the market in this area just north of us. So it was... um, smarter to not over renovate it um, just to keep it close to where it was. So, it, you know, someone who, who was in need could really buy the house. Yeah. 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 And plus if there's not a lot of those houses on the market, then you know that you'll be able to find somebody to buy it. Oh, yeah. That one flew off the market. That one was um, under contract within 24 hours as well. That's awesome. I love the, yeah. I love hearing stories about other people's deals and stuff, you know, and how you find them. And because, you know, it's just like, there's so many opportunities out there. You just have to get out there and look for them. 
Right. And, you know, I don't want to be that investor who goes in and, you know, are kicking people out of their neighborhood because of, they can't afford taxes anymore. So, you know, a lot of people think, you know, house flippers, they get a bad rap, like I said. And honestly, we can go in and actually help people out. And it's you know very beneficial and it's rewarding, you know, for us as well. Well, and what I'm hearing from you too is like every single every single house, every property is a completely different scenario. So it's really all about just listening to what the seller needs. I mean, this guy needed to get to Texas, you know. So it's like, okay, what can I do to help you and get you out of the situation? Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. I love yeah. that. All right. So tell me about these uh, these Airbnbs. I know you have the one or whatever. Are you? I know it's on hold. What is the actually? What is the situation in like in Raleigh Durham? Is it because like in Atlanta, we're we're about to vote on whether or not they're even going to keep that around? Really? Yeah. Um, well, I'm not going to have one near where I live. I I want destination ones so that and they tend to do okay. a look. Yeah, they yeah. tend to do better. So we are actively looking at the beach. We're kind of waiting till winter. So the prices will go down a little bit. Um, and just do like a condo. Um, we, I don't allow children in our little tiny cabin, but I allow dogs. Which that's is, <laughs> because that's who you are. That's yeah, awesome. That's, I love that. that. Is, exactly. That's truly who I am. I don't care how many dogs you have, but no kids. And um, <laughs> I know it's so funny, but the, um, but it makes it very, um, you know, it stands out from other ones because we only allow dogs. And, you know, so that, that those, we have multiple people who've come back, you know, several times and, um, you know, that's great. And it's very, you know, I want a place where I can go visit. So I do not even look in Raleigh and Durham. Um, but like I said, over by the beach, I'm thinking maybe up North, I like all my um, destination places to be near some type of brewery or winery. Cause you know, that's awesome. And walk, walkable distance would be perfect. <laughs> It's all about my liver. So, um, <laughs> so that's why I want, um, you know, destination ones because they're more vacation and they, they stay booked year round as well. Yeah. I, I honestly do not think there's enough Airbnb, Airbnbs in the world. I just, yeah. especially cause like there's just like you said, you can have them like right next to whatever you want. It's like, look, I just want to go hang out at a winery every night. Okay. Well let's have something right around the corner and you could do that. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. So tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, so now how, how long you've been investing? Uh, we are, we've been doing it for about four years now. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I started, um, I'm a big believer in investing in yourself. So it was one of those late night gurus on TV and, um, I was like, oh, you know, my, my husband and I, we were, you know, you have armchair quarterbacks. We were armchair flippers and we watched all the HGTV shows and we're like, oh, we could do that. We would do this. And so I got to a point where I said, let's go check this out. It was, you know, then you had the upsell to the three-day event, which we did. And um, I loved their systems and the, the whole mastery program. So, you know, we paid buckets of money for it, but for us, it was the best thing because we didn't have any background in real estate at all. So yeah, I did, we did that. Um, and then about seven months later, I was able to quit my corporate America job. It was money was super tight for the first probably two, two years. Yeah. And um, now we're starting to get in the green and, you know, we just sold a very large renovation. And um, so now we're feeling very, very comfortable. But um, like I said, big believer in investing in yourself. I wouldn't have done it any other way. It's not for everyone, but you know, I, I think it's super, super important to at least have some type of education and not just jump into things. And so you can learn from people's mistakes. I love that. So tell yes. me, do you, do you manage the rehabs or does your, your husband manage those? So he's still working a full-time job, okay. um, 
but he, so I'm at the properties a lot. I'm the one who's, you know, working with the contractors and things like that. I do a lot of the booking and, and um, again, going to prospective um, listing or properties that we're going to buy and, and renovate. So I do most of that. And then he's working still full-time um, and hopefully he can quit probably June. We're hoping. Of, oh, so um, he wants to get out too. He's like, yeah, I want to get out and do this too. Yeah. He's currently working on getting his um, general contractor license. Um, That's what I was going to ask too. Is like, where is that kind of going? So right now you're handling all the contractors. Yeah. But how's that going to work out? And then also, how do you find your contractor? It seems like you have like a great team. How did you find all them? So we have a GC right now who's fabulous, but he is actually leaving the general contracting world and he created an app, which is so cool. Mm -hmm. um, you, you'd mm -hmm. love to meet him. Um, he is going to be- What kind of an app is it? So okay. it's it's for um it's for the lender, it's for the um, investor, and it's for the contractor. And it's a way for them to all communicate. So if a contractor, if if you need to bid out a plumber to do, you know, to replumb a bathroom, and you know, you can have pictures on the phone, they look at it, the plumbers then will bid it out and then you go with the winning bid, and then your lender also keeps their pot of money there so that they can also you know, witness everything that's going on, then your GC or whoever can approve it. And then the plumber has to take pictures and it's geocoded. So they can't take a picture of one that they did at a different house, which is great. And um, then awesome. an, an, yeah, an invoice is then sent from there. So, um, you know, it helps with translation. We have a lot of um, Hispanic um, contractors that we work with. And so it helps with their translation. And a lot of times they aren't good at QuickBooks and, you know, giving an invoice for something. So it does all that. So anyway, so we're losing him, which is why my husband is getting his GC license. Okay. And um, yeah, he'll be able to pull yeah, the permit. What's that? Well, I love I love that app because essentially it's going to bring everybody together. It sounds like it's just like communication app for like, you know, the whole rehabbing team or something like this, which is awesome. It is. Yeah. I love just people are just so smart. You know? Totally. Yeah. And then through, through the app, we'll have, you asked about my contractors, a lot of vetted contractors will be on there, yeah, but that's what I want to know. Right. So prior to that, um, my education group that I'm a part of, we have a local kind of meetup group and there's about a hundred of us that are pretty active and we all vet contractors and share them with each other. And it's great. And to have to know that these are already vetted, um, you know, seems like whenever we branch out and bring in someone new, it's, uh, you know, so th there's always issues with it. So how do you, how um, do you vet them? Like, what, what do you mean by vet? So, cause like a lot of people I'm telling you do not understand even the word vet. So how do you vet your contractors? So I need, my painter is sick. I need a new painter. I'm going to go to my little, um, group of, you know, other real estate investors in the area in our meetup and say, I need a painter. And then I, no one is going to refer a painter unless they know their experience, because it's not one of those situations where, oh, my my cousin Eduardo wants to you know get into the painting business. I'm going to refer him. No, like you will get in big trouble if you put somebody's name out there who you don't know anything about. So it, you trust your network of investors to give you contractors that they have worked with and have the experience with. And so that's, that's huge. And I that, love that. that's definitely saves that's a lot of money. A good safe place for you guys to share your, your contractors at. Yes. So that's good. I'm glad that y'all have that because, and that's actually through like, and that's a, like a meetup or what is that? So like people kind of know, like, where should I go to get something like that? 
So there's a meetup for that. And, and again, these are all people who had the same educational background that we did. So there's a little bit level of, you know, security and comfort with that. But then there's also um, RIA groups, real estate investor associations, and they're all over the country. Um, we have a pretty good one. And so you can go in there and ask people to share contractors and, you know, things like that, you know, but still you got to kind of vet and, you know, go through it that way. But you definitely got to vet. That's for sure. A lot of vetting going on. <laughs> and I'll tell you, when someone screws up a deal or does something wrong, everybody hears about it. Do not go with this flooring company again because they did these, you know, stair treads. Look at how they don't even match it, you know, so that it's That's all awesome. shared. That's yes. good. Yeah, we definitely need more of that in the world. Somebody needs to create an app for that. <laughs> yes, they do. Coming soon. <laughs> You're like, oh, ching. Uh, I think it's called okay, Flip so Factory is what he's doing. I think it's Flip Factory. Flip Factory I think that's it's- cool. Good. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So um, so it's just real fast. Uh, do you like, so have you seen a lot of changes as, especially being a woman over the past four years in the real estate investing world? Or what is your, what are your goals also for like 2021? Uh, and, you know, as, as you grow. So what do you mean as far as being a woman? You know, just like, you know, you're working with all these contractors and like, what kind of challenges do you have as a woman gotcha. in the investing world? That'd be the first question. So, and or, I was just asking, are there any? I was just asked this the other day and really there's only two times since I've been doing this that I had, you know, one contractor say, um, so when is your husband going to show up so that we can start going over the project? I'm like, uh, goodbye. Don't let the door hit you in the arse on the way out, you know? Um, and then the other one just, you know, wouldn't communicate with me, kept going to my husband and my husband was like, um, she's the boss. And so we don't work with him either, but that it was really only two times, you know, I'm on site. I'm, you know, with the guys and my one gal and, you know, so they know, you know, we built this relationship and, you know, my reputation has, a preceded me on some of these situations. So, and I can crack a whip. I mean, I, I taught middle school for 16 years. So I'm like, I can crack a whip. Um, exactly. So I, you know, that, that's not an issue. So, but as far as goals for the future, um, we would like to eventually in the next four or five years, start putting more money into the passive side. And then we want to build, um, you know, how I said investment, investing myself is so important. We want to provide that for others who maybe can't afford doing the Tony Robbins and the, you know, Jack Canfield programs or, um, you know, anything of that sort. And so we can, you know, pull them along that way. If it's local people that we're working with, they can still use our contractors. We can still continue using them just through other people, you know, and they're vetted. So that's eventually where we want to go is to, you know, help other people along who maybe can't afford the, you know, high end, you know, price points right. for education stuff. Awesome. That's how I am too. My, my mission is affordable financial literacy. So I try, I try, I, I'm a, I'm a giver. So it sounds like you're a giver as well too, right? I am. When Love you it, yes. something that works, you know, you, there's no reason for you to keep it. You know, you should share it with the world. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. It makes awesome. everybody happy. Good. Awesome. Well, I love talking with you. Thank you so much for coming. Yes, Stacy. Yes. Thank you. We'll definitely, have to, uh, we'll definitely have to, uh, you know, uh, meet and go to one of those like breweries or wine bars together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and uh, everybody else. Uh, stay tuned. I will see you at the next podcast. Thanks for listening. 
We're so grateful to be able to learn from these active investors, entrepreneurs, and all-around amazing individuals who want to share their success with you. The real estate investing community really is a unique community to be a part of. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can rate or review the podcast in whatever podcast app you're listening to. It would mean a great deal to us to learn what you like, what you don't like, and even questions we can answer on your behalf. You can also subscribe to The Real Estate Pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. 